90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Hi, you guys. Hola, señoritas. Hola, amigos. Hello. Hello. It's funny, Adam, that you would start with an hola. Before you popped on the line, I was telling Kelly about this um, Mexican spice that has uh, a bunch of different, like, things going on, like uh, chili pepper or chili powder and chili peppers. and But it's not super hot or anything. But one of the key ingredients is like a lime zest. And it mm. changes everything. It's so we good. We love some lime zest. We love it. Yeah. Such an elevator. I enjoy nice. those almonds that have lime flavored almonds. Because mm. you 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 have all you lose all sense of uh, right and wrong. You just yeah. inhale them all. You just make some poor decisions after those. You events. do make poor decisions. I think that's one of the weirdest intros to the show we've ever had. But let's really? let's keep going at it. It's true. You know what? I was thinking at the same time. Imagine if we did a food podcast. Mm, <laughs> good. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> Uh, well, we're not doing a food podcast, despite what you may have heard in the last minute. <laughs> but we do have a spicy, spicy 90s now, don't we, Sharon? That is true. <laughs> we've got, um, you know what? We've got news that's pretty big for Beyonce fans. Uh, also, new music news for one of the great country crossover superstars. Um, a pretty big anniversary for uh, one of our favorite TV shows that's even older than Adam. Um, like half the things we talk about on this exactly. show. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get into some of Kelly's trivia. We got a 90s rewind that'll take you way back to our favorite uh, decade, but... With spices in mind, we're going to go back to that time when uh, when the prince got spicy. And we should probably start there, because the prince is now the king. And judging on how we started last week's show uh, with paying tribute to Queen Elizabeth, may she rest in peace, uh, we'll take a, a little zig turnover this way so that we can keep it light today. <laughs> we're going back to that time where then Prince Charles... Uh, still had uh, dark hair. Yep. Uh, and had I don't an think audience. I remember that time. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, the Spice Girls remember that time because they were all spicy with them and sort of forgot about. Um, is it? It's not necessarily the rules as Royal much as protocol. it's uh, protocol, which is basic basic fancy talk for rules. <laughs> Correct. Uh, they were pretty handsy. They were pretty <laughs> flirty. They were all. Ginger and sporty, actually sporty spice. It's Mel C that's been talking recently about how she remembers that time uh, being a little uh, nerve wracking for her because she was one of the shy ones, right, Kel? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she wasn't handsy, unlike ginger <laughs> spice. And I think Emma got a little bit up his grill also. And I'm, wow. I feel like I feel like Mel B would have as well. So yeah, they, they were, were probably all, all handsy, sons Mel C. <laughs> and they were ultimately cheeky, and he didn't look like he was opposed to it at all. Yeah, he probably got a kick out of it because they were just so, like, they were just girl power. They were so much fun and and just vibrant, right? So Yeah. And mischievous. Yeah. They remind me of my dog, Rosie, actually, upon, in, in ref, upon reflection. You can't <laughs> you get, want to think about that a little more? <laughs> well, because you can't get mad at Rosie Bear when she, when she does something mischievous. Like, you can't, you're like, Rosie, don't do that. And then you start laughing. And so I think that's probably what Prince Charles at the time started to do. <laughs> well, considering what we've seen uh, over the past few weeks, Prince Charles getting a bit uh, uppity about certain things that he wants done for him mm. right now. You know, like hand gesturing and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, he looked like the the opposite guy 
back in the 90s when, uh, yeah. when the Spices were meeting him. Uh, certainly, not, was there a Naughty Spice? No, there wasn't a Naughty Spice, but I guess collectively they were all kind of naughty with the prince at that, that time. Sounds, that sounds accurate, yeah. But Melcy was saying that uh, obviously it wasn't done with any malice. It was done with a smile and that uh, she says, quote, now that Charles is our king, it kind of makes it even more naughty. Those of naughty course. Spice Girls. <laughs> mm. Adam, can you quickly check? But I'm pretty sure that um, Melcy's memoir is now out. Ooh. I, I'm pretty sure because I, I think I've seen some stuff on her Instagram and I think it's out. So you should definitely check it out. I want to do that. I just haven't had a chance yet. Um, but I think she she delves in because she went through with some rough times at the height of their fame uh, dealing with some um, like eating issues. Oh, wow. And stuff. So um, and she came through the other side, which is amazing. And I think she's a great role model for so many women and artists. And she's just she's awesome. So, yes, the memoir is out as of today as we're recording this uh, this episode. Amazing. So it will be out by the time this airs. Okay. Wow. What a, her her character within the Spice Girls uh, maybe was, I, I think, from my eye, was the most enviable because she got to wear track pants, yeah. <laughs> uh, tank tops, and she she sort of promoted fitness. Yeah. Really, she, could do she a good great backflip. abs. Well, there you have it. She kind of like when what? I thought I could do that CC Peniston move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember that time. Yeah. Uh, trying to replicate CC Peniston moves, uh, dangerous. Yeah. I should say CC Peniston's dancer moves. I'm not sure she could do that move either. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I would have paid serious money to CC Peniston <laughs> do that front flip <laughs> in a leopard print ensemble. That would have been yes. next level awesome. Whoa. I remember doing silly things like that and silly, like they're technical practiced dance moves now. Yeah. <laughs> I think of like elementary school and doing those tricks where you sort of run up a wall and do a flip that way. Yeah. You don't think no. when you're 10. <laughs> and that's that's the best part about being 10, I think. You don't think. Let's yeah. do it. Okay, boom. And you do it and you find out if you're going to break your arm or not. <laughs> this many years later, I'm like, no. Yeah. All I do is think about why I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I always wonder if I'm going to be able to get back up again. I'm like, can I get that's back one, up again? That's one of the things. <laughs> yeah. Adam, uh, before we move on, can you just give out the name of the memoir for the people? Because I also don't remember it right now. I'll have to Google it again because I went next. Um, <laughs> where is the title of this memoir? I'm going to call uh, it. It's called The Sporty One. Oh, there we go. Oh. Sorry, I spoiled Sharon of her joke. I'm sorry. No, that's good. <laughs> I was just, I was buying time. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so the sporty one is the name of the, me- of, uh, Perfect. the memoir. Yeah. If you, pardon the, the growling in the background, by the way. It's that's not, not your my stomach. stomach. No, I've eaten. <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, and so has Chester. Okay. <laughs> uh, but you wouldn't know it by the sounds they're making. That's all right. Toddlers. They're toddlers, these dogs. <laughs> Maybe they're mischievous like Rosie Bear. Indeed they are. It's like being on the phone. They know I'm doing something and that I brought like, uh, you know, bribes, but yeah. I'm out of bribes now. So <laughs> anyways, <laughs> why don't we get into some trivia? Let's, Let's do it. Let's get to it. 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. Our good friend, friend Rachel in Australia will be... Rachel! Uh, I'm, I'm sure sad to know that there... And by sad, I mean not sad. Uh, there's no <laughs> politics question today. So she'll probably Yeah, no get, one's sad about that. I can, I, I can speak safely for the group. Yeah, exactly. That. It's safe for the group. So under the pop culture banner in the funky fighting salmon color, 
Um, <laughs> which popular snack brand brought out a line of 3D chips back in the 90s? I did not remember this at all. Sharon. Go, Sharon. Doritos. They did. That was my guess. Good stuff. I don't remember those. You were too, Adam. Uh, well, hopefully not eating chips. It was a dangerous snack for a uh, two-year-old. Exactly. Sharon, did you eat them? Did you see them? I don't remember them. They were actually 3D chips? Huh. Did, did that mean that they were... Did they, were they uh, made like... Adam, did you Google a picture? So they look like... Um, so you know what a Doritos looks like? Yeah. Yes. So it's literally... So it's curved a little bit. So it looks like they're one on top of the other. Oh. Yum. So it looks like... I don't know if they're full. No, they can't be full. Oh, you know what a bugle is? Yes. yes. So they look like big bugles, but with the, um, the open-ended... It, like if it was full. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, if it was covered. Oh, yes. I remember those. Yeah, yeah. There was a time that I was very addicted to the Bugles. I wow. loved the Bugles. And, and then the I hit the wall and it was done. And so no more Bugles for me. <laughs> you know what I actually would love worst? to try? I haven't done this in a while. Is a, a good bang of, bag of Ringolos. Oh. I was at the, the dollar store a couple weeks ago. Probably a few weeks ago. It was in the summertime. Uh, and I walk into the cash, which is a perfect place to put a bag of Ringlos, yeah. by the way. Um, and it was like not a small bag and not a standard bag. Mm-hmm. It was in the middle. Oh. And it was $2. Two. Thank wow. you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So good. Now, here's the fun snack hack for you. Yeah. Uh, Ringlos with Cheetos. Don't they have a trail mix thing like that already? Yes, it's the party mix. They do have that, but they also have like those uh, nacho crackers and little pretzels. Move those aside. <laughs> take your Ringolos, take your Cheetos, put them together. Very nice. Happy times at the ranch. I have some it's breaking a- news regarding the 3D, to re- the 3D Doritos. Are they coming breaking back, Adam? News. <laughs> well, last <laughs> April, apparently, they came back in Australia. Oh, my. Rachel! Uh, the Doritos 3D Crunch Extreme Cheese and the Crunchy Spicy Salsa were yes re-released in as of last April in Australia. And Doritos even made a special edition um, of their 3D Doritos, the Spicy Ranch, for Stranger Things when the new season came out. Oh, cool. So they're all over the place. So that was wow. over the summer for the uh, Stranger Things so, uh, Rachel, we're going to need some feedback yes. on the Dorito. Doritos. Was that a mixture Back. of uh, New a Zealand lot. and Australia? Yeah, and nacho. Okay. <laughs> the nacho <laughs> accent. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel. Well, there are a lot of, lot of flavors. Oh, there was yeah. a lot of accents cheese. going on right there. <laughs> Just the trying to keep cheese. up with the flavors. The spicy sweet chili. Wow. Yes, I those taste are good. Them all. Those uh, are good. Before I read the second um, trivia question. I oh, yeah. Got... We're still doing trivia. <laughs> <laughs> this has turned into the cooking 90s episode. Um, did you try the – because I saw it this summer and I gave it a go. In Walmart, I saw the Lay's cucumber flavored chips. No. Oh, apparently that was disgusting. I gave it a go. <laughs> And and it was weird because it was like it did taste like cucumber, but it was like it was like a fresh chip. Like I don't, I don't know. Oh. Yeah. So it so, wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Well, the the first like twenty went down pretty smooth. First twenty. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, 
I'm done with the freshy, like not mint, but there is like a, a fresh cucumber. Yeah. Yeah. Not sure I the got bag got finished after that. <laughs> Some things don't need to be chipified, you know, like yeah. cucumbers are, are a great crunchy alternative. If you're yeah. looking for a crunch and you've maybe, you know, trying to curb your chip habit. Yeah. I don't think you need that chips to taste like it's because i walked option. by that like you know the, at the end of the aisles they have those extra like st- you know stacked things where they they put stuff and then i saw it was like your experience at the dollar store where right yeah they get you they get you mm-hmm. eye level got me mm-hmm. yeah i love that <laughs> by the way you All should right. really Next really try question. here goes question number two but you should really <laughs> try the um miss vicky's spicy ketchup yes Ooh. we've talked about those i think oh my god sharon I'm going to try those. And they have the big bag at Costco. So Because I'm a go. spicy dill fan of Miss Vicky's. Yeah, so try the... Honestly, it's it's the ketchup of our youth. It's... it's I'm telling ketchup you. Ketchup of our youth. Even though you're nine years older. Um, hey, hey, settle <laughs> it down, sister. <laughs> God. Question number two from Hobbies, Toys, and Games. Um, <laughs> which boxing-inspired children's toy was advertised as being more fun than a pillow fight. <laughs> Uh-oh. Boxing-inspired toy. Hmm. I, I have know. no idea. Me neither. Yeah, I've never heard of these. You ready? So they, they have two names for them, I guess, that they accept. Sock'em Boppers or Soccer Boppers. And by soccer, I'm... I mean S-O-C-K-E-R. Soccer. So they go like I that? guess so. Adam's Googling as we speak. I remember Rock'em Sock'em Robots, but okay, that's like so 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. They're basically boxing gloves. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just like, they that's look inflatable. Name. Yeah, okay, so they're inflatable, just oh, things, yeah. round things you put around your um, your fists, and then you can fist around. Well, <laughs> and you bop your you, you know what I mean? across the room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Didn't you and Deb do sumo suits once? <gasps> That's always been did my you, dream. Am I totally making that up? I feel like I thought you and Deb did sumo suits once. No? Deb has an inflatable unicorn out costume. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. Adam, have you seen that? I have not Pretty seen awesome. the inflatable That is next unicorn. level. Is she going to bring that out this Christmas season? Uh, it's challenging when it's colder because it takes two little battery packs to keep it inflated. Okay. So I think extreme cold and extreme hot makes it uh, challenging. Okay. So it actually, it didn't make it out. Did it make it out this year? I don't think it did. I don't think it did. It was necessary and very appreciated during, you know, lockdown yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's super, it's funny because it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> and you end up like doing the walk as if you were the size of this thing. Yeah. So, and there's a little like, little square patch for you to see out but mostly people can't see that there's a person in there so it does truly look like a giant pink unicorn (laughs) super cool adam uh you need to sharon you need to text that to adam because that picture was i will do that next level we should put it on our social media that's what we should do (laughs) there we go Um, Uh, what's that called when you uh uh, ransom not ransom but um blackmail there we are yeah (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, what were we talking about? The plan after trivia was to talk about one of our favorite shows turning 35. That's a bit bonkers, too, though. Like, to think of these cute little kids and their dad and their uncle and their dad's best friend, and they all just raised the kids and everybody was happy. 
Full House. Mm. It's 35 years old. Wow. And within that time, those three little kids grew up and are now adults yep. in, in the Fuller House. Mm-hmm. And looking back on 35 years, like a lifetime of being associated with this television show and a really good show when it comes to, you know, positive messaging and when it comes to sitcoms, the way they used to do sitcoms versus how they do them now, I think it's slightly different. The emphasis was totally on the situation of the sitcom, Mm -hmm. Uh, but they did a really good job of teaching lessons every week, which is wholesome. You yeah, know? and it wasn't um, preachy. No. They they managed to find that line. And do you know what? If if it was preachy, I think Joey would have said, cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> What's crazy <laughs> is that when the show went off the air, Adam was one. That's wild. <laughs> That's crazy. Did you watch it at all, Adam, in like reruns or anything? No, not really. There it's are too many of- things to watch. There's should, too though. many things to watch. There really is too many things to watch. There is. By the way, uh, I watched Faith Hill and Tim McGraw in 1883. That's the prequel to um, oh, uh, yes. Yellowstone. Yep. And? It's crazy business. Really? And I hats off to Tim and Faith, who are obviously married in real life and play a married couple on this, but they killed it. They were amazing. And the scenery is beautiful. So... Is there as much uh, violence? Um, as well, it's uh, it's in the time of um, pistol packing people, so oh. there's uh, a few good gunfights, if you will. Um, oh, I will. But it's very good, and I know uh, Yellowstone season five comes out November thirteenth, so you should watch this prequel in advance to get yourself ready for it. Ready. Yeah, and also Jennifer Coolidge, who is amazing, as we know. Uh, is going to be starring in the second season of The White Lotus, which starts up on the 30th of October. Did you watch the first round of that? Uh, no, but I plan to. I did watch it. I liked it. That's what Elaine, uh, Elaine has watched it, and she said it was delightful. Yeah, there's something about it. And uh, it's Mike White, right, that wrote that? That sounds correct. That uh, he won Emmys for that this year. He's the guy that was in uh, and I think co-wrote... Um, uh, I can't remember what it's called. School of Rock. Oh, okay. And he is in that movie mm-hmm. as uh, Jack Black's friend that, that the Jack Black character kind of uses, the other teacher that he uh, he ends up taking the, the call to be a sub for and, and all that. It's mm-hmm. that guy in the movie. So it's really cool because he also went on um, Amazing Race or was it Survivor or both? Either way, he's do- he's done quite a bit of – uh, living <laughs> in reality TV and in real life, in following his uh, his dreams and in pursuit of writing fun things, and and so it was so well deserved when to see him get the Emmy a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. Uh, we've gotten way off track of talking about Full House. Yeah, over to Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. Over to Beyonce. Uh, just to wrap up the Full House or the no- the uh, notion of it, it was neat that uh, John Stamos was saying that he admitted that he still can't kind of get his head around the uh, cultural impact of his show and what it meant to people and that when it was ended, it was time to move on and he was trying to keep his distance from it, but it just got bigger and bigger. And fun fact, John Stamos is 59. I also had that thought. And I can't believe (laughs) that when Bob Saget died, he was 65. I thought he was like 59. Yeah, it's wild. 
Wild. So yeah, we were going to talk about Beyonce. Yeah. Um, and the thing that struck me about the article we all had uh, read was that, uh, it, you know, it says that she's reportedly planning a, a big tour for 2023. And in my head, 2023 was like, oh, why does she have to wait so long? It's in three months. Yeah. It's in three months. <laughs> like, what the heck, man? <laughs> Total, like, disconnect between what year we are yeah. and where we are. But, yeah, so it's really great news, actually, because she's going to be touring to support the album Renaissance. Mm-hmm. And it'll happen uh, sooner than I thought. <laughs> exactly. Have you guys listened to the full album yet? I like, Not in I fall. like it. I, I like what it. I've heard, but I have to give it more attention. Um, there's a song called Pure Honey. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really interesting because it actually starts with the song Pure and then it de- then it goes into this like second etape, if you will, called Honey. Mm-hmm. And it they're both very different from each other. Um, the Pure song is really sick. It's like this amazing house song. And I actually uh, was Googling something, sorry, YouTubing for something, and it popped up on like something I should watch. This um, dude, I, I think he was in, I can't remember his name, but I think he was in France. And they choreographed uh, like a dance number to Beyonce's song. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the most spectacular choreographies I've ever seen, like of these dancers just going nuts. And that, and like when you see Beyonce's song or hear Beyonce's song and see this thing in action, it's crazy. So you should just YouTube that, like Beyonce Pure Honey choreography, and you'll probably find a bunch of people that have done really cool things with that song because it lends itself to being very fierce and vogue and like all that stuff. Cool. I'm gonna, I'm just in the process of uh, downloading it. I will listen to it while I'm on mm-hmm. the train. And I'm, and uh, and I'm also again, it can, I cannot say it enough. I listened to it this morning when I was working out. The Queen's remix of "Break My Soul," which which uh, mixes Vogue and "Break My yeah. Soul" together. It's next nice. level, awesome. I like next level. Mm. Like those sock of bopper things. <laughs> 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 Soccer boppers. That's what they're called. Parents love toys that have their kids fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Here are the tools you need to fight. You're already fighting anyways. Here's yeah. some gloves. <laughs> Maybe this uh, way they wouldn't take their teeth out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, we talked also about, uh, the, or we teased, rather, about uh, one of the great country crossover artists. Country crossover. I think we're we're uh, losing the impact or even the need for something to be considered crossover at this stage of our social and musical game but back in the day you were you were what you were i think executives at record companies really needed to know how they were going to package you mm-hmm. and how they were going to promote you based on what your sound was so don't stray over there but when it came to country music and making that popular that wasn't anything new by the 90s they had long been doing that since even the 70s you know when when and into the 80s for sure when uh country music stars were or charting on mainstream top 40. But for Shania Twain, toward the end, uh, actually middle, early middle of uh, our favorite decade, she was already nailing it when it came to being, you know, accepted within the the mainstream of things. Um, And she's got a new album. Coming. Which is great. She's still very uh, floaty on her uh, Coachella experience with Harry Styles back a few months ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but with what she had to say about this new album, <laughs> she says, and I quote, this album is very chirpy <laughs> and I'm very frank with my lyrics on it. So it's not a fluffy lyrical album. It's a happy album. You know, what's interesting. And End I'm sure quote. you've noticed this too, Sharon and, and Adam, I'm sure you have as well. 
as we've been coming out of the pandemic, a lot of the artists are putting out fun albums now. Fun, danceable, like Beyonce, yeah. you know, Lizzo, now Shania Twain. Like the list goes on of people saying they want their fans to dance, which I think is amazing. And the single, the lead single for whatever this album is going to be for Shania is called Waking Up Dreaming. It's the, cool. it's the best song I've heard from her in a really long time. It's her first single since 2017. And you have to, the both of you and everyone who is listening, has to watch the music video for Waking Up Dreaming. She is decked out in these crazy, like, 80s-themed wigs with sparkles and bedazzles everywhere and sequined wow. ensembles. And she's she having sound? a great time. It's really cool. How does her cool. voice sound? Her, how about her voice? Is she Oh, uh, she sounds amazing. On it? Really, eh? Yeah, like that single, Waking Up Dreaming, I think why it hit me so hard is, like, it sounds like Shania of the 90s. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's cool. I think her register you know is probably a little lower, but yeah. Well, she, we we knew that she had had that issue too with her mm-hmm. voice, so I think it's just great that that she's doing it and she's happy doing it. If you speak to uh, my wife, she's like, "She retired. What is she doing?" <laughs> Not that she doesn't like it, but there was such a big deal made about her retirement that it, it, I don't know. Like, just don't retire. Well, we, how many times have we, in, in the, you know, 11 years of us doing the show, or we're, ce- we're celebrating our big anniversary soon, um, of 10 years, uh, they all do it, and they all come back because they can't stay retired because they're 52. You know what I mean? Like, or whatever. Well, exactly. So. If you need a break, just take a break. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We'll be okay. The only you one can... I think who's actually stayed away is Tina Turner and Cher. And for the mm. best possible reasons, I, I think for Cher, I saw Cher for her farewell tour. There were seven costume changes within the show and not little ones, like not, oh, we got a new belt, yeah. like significant changes. And it was such a, a visual and musical and, you know, emotional experience to see her perform a great wealth of music f- for the many decades of her career. So it was cool. Uh, for Tina Turner, her reasoning for stopping touring and I, I've seen her twice. She stopped because she she got to a point where she said she couldn't give what she thought her fans came to expect of her performance. Yep. Uh, and considering her age, I mean, she's, you know, this is a decade later now. But, man, her 50% would have been somebody else's 100. Oh, a, mi- a million percent. And, yeah. and, and you know, the everyday person wouldn't have noticed a dip, but she would have. And that's why she pulled back. Yeah. But and she, she still could have pulled act, something off. You know, class oh act gosh. and her and Cher are awesome. And uh, but I think they're the only ones that respected their retirement tour. Yeah. And I think that when it comes to retirement tours and farewell tours and things like that, like my punchline is is usually kiss because I did see their farewell tour in 1996. <gasps> That's when they were bidding Adam everybody farewell. Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's how many years later now? Like, come on. <laughs> how long is this goodbye? Yeah. 28 I think, years later. Exactly. And I think it's just one of those, again, we go back to the executives at the record companies who have to package it up and sell it a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, well, how, how are we to keep you on our roster if you're not either performing, making an album, or, you know, if you're not going to do that, you should probably retire. Like, that's not the way the world works. If you're going to be creative... And if you think you can do it, do it. If you need a rest, have a seat, but come back when you're ready. Yep. I think that fans are really accepting of that, you mm-hmm. know, like they're not as fickle as 
as executives uh, would have us believe. I know I'm not that fickle. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just fickle enough. Um, (laughs) How about uh, we take a little 90s rewind? Let's do it. it, Yes, please. I think of like uh, Shania Twain. We'll go back to uh, around this time in 1998. Um. Heading into 1999, we would have uh, uh, started hearing the song that she performed with uh, Harry Styles at Coachella, which is Man, I Feel Like a Woman. But just ahead of that, uh, You're Still the One was a huge song for her in the fall of 1998. Uh, Along with, this is a very uh, female-heavy grab of songs, uh, The Boy is Mine. Oh, yeah. Brandy and Monica. That was a huge song that year. My gosh. Um uh, here, I've, I've got some testosterone a little bit in a ballad. <laughs> Thanks to uh, Edwin McCain, because he was singing I'll Be. And in fact, we were probably all singing along to that song because mm-hmm. we were hearing it a ton on the radio. Oh, mm-hmm. God, I was so good. Anyways, uh, Sarah McLaughlin wow. and Adia. Great what a song. song. Oh, my gosh. Such a great album, too. And since we were talking about uh, Faith Hill, she was doing pretty well in 1998 also with This Kiss. This kiss. Ah, so good. Man, you're lucky. What a great decade musically the 90s were. were, We are fortunate. And just wanted to give a shout out to our good buddy, Crystal Waters, as we wrap up. You're both going to love this. She was at an event in Atlanta performing. And uh, I guess uh, Alicia Keys was there also. And so they had a little, like, get-together, which was amazing, like, on stage. And then Alicia came out and sang Gypsy Woman with Crystal. Oh, nice. So cool. Totally check out Crystal. So it's at Crystal Waters is the uh, her Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. Um, there's video of her and Alicia. And Alicia was, like, losing her marbles to Gypsy Woman. Wow. It was cool. amazing. So very happy because Crystal was very happy to have that happen, even though she's – She's the legend, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. well, no kidding. Mm-hmm. She's Crystal Waters. She's Crystal Waters. I actually wrote that on note. I'm like, Crystal, you are legendary. And she was yeah. like, and then I put fire emojis. Nice. So, <laughs> and then she said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> How about you come on the show and talk about it? Uh, uh, nope. nope. <laughs> nice one. All right. That's my news. Let's wrap well, it up with Crystal Waters. Let's do it. All right. Well, nope. Um, do we want to say goodbye Uh, no Uh, but Uh, thanks you guys (laughs) there you go thanks Crystal always appreciate your feedback you're a tough interview Um, you guys nice to see you again nice to see you too Sharon we'll see you next week yeah man thanks for the hang and everybody else uh, including Rachel uh, and Carolyn and uh, of course Shane thank you Shane uh yeah, and everybody, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Wherever you wherever you find us, uh, pass it on to the others. <laughs> and thank you for listening to 90s Now, still happening.